G'day everybody, it's Maroon here. You are listening to the Legends of League podcast, coming to you as always from our studio at the Four Pines Brew Pub in Manly. Enjoy the Four Pines, you can get it from the comfort of your home. The team at Four Pines have you covered with free delivery on Juicy Burgers. That's right, burgers. Uh, and beautiful fresh cold beers as well. Fourpinesbeer.com.au forward slash delivery for more information on that. Now, joining us this week for our Legends Wrap, Jeff Tooves Tuvi and the mighty Steve Beaver Menzies. Let's do it. It's the Legends of League. Well, hello and welcome to another Legends of League podcast. Today we've got some fair dinkum manly royalty joining us today, which is wonderful as we head closer and closer to NRL finals time. Firstly, a bloke with me who played over 280 games for Manly and the Northern Eagles for a couple of years too. He's a very successful coach and a colourful identity of rugby league. Of course, the one and only, the toughest man, wait for age, Jeff Toovey. Nice to see you, old mate. Good to be here, Maroon. Nice to be in these sunny quarters here down at Manly. Yeah, beautiful. Beautiful part of the world. And... On the Zoom today in his office in Homebush, another manly great, a bloke that played over 470 first grade games, most of those with the famous club, Steve Beaver Menzies in his office in uh, Olympic Park. G'day, Beave. G'day, boys. Beautiful uh, beautiful to be here down in uh, downtown <laughs> Olympic Park. Yeah, mate, I, I don't want to get off on the wrong foot, but bef- when you came on the Zoom and you couldn't hear us yet, Jeff Toovey said that you wore that tie to your school formal. Is there any truth in that, hey? No, I didn't. No, there's no ties in my school, for, my school formal. This is no, this is pure business. I did it myself, too. Uh, <laughs> so you knew that. Now tell us about the elephant. No, the trunk's up, so it's good luck. Good luck, good castle. luck. Nice. Yeah. Because the trunk was up. And before we go any further, boys, I should mention this new one we've got here, the Nitro Pavlova Ale. This is a great stuff. If you haven't had a crack at that, twos, I'm going to give you because you're going to work on the ferry and you can you can polish them off on the ferry. <laughs> oh, it's a good day for it. Too. Yeah, bloody oath, it is always a good day for it, boys. Let's talk a little bit of footy with you guys specifically. I want to look at the uh, results from round 18 and then have a look at this round coming up. The Rabbitohs beat the West Tigers by 26 points to 24, and the Tigers look like they're going to finish ninth again. But the Rabbitohs, it's a worrying sign, twos, when they're leading, letting sides back into the game. Yeah, yeah, it is. But I, I, I watched that game closely. I, I just think they were, they, they got too confident, maybe, and they, and they just thought, oh, we'll, we'll take the uh, foot off the accelerator. Um, I still think they've got plenty of improvement in them, and uh, I'm, a, I think they could be a dark horse. I said it several months ago. If they've got all their players fit. They're my dark horse. Mm. I guess, you know, much could be said about a lot of the top teams. What about you, uh, Beef? How do you see the Rabbitohs? Do you see them as genuine contenders? I just, I've got, I've done a little few markings here and I really only think there's four teams that are contenders. I think the good teams, you know, you saw the off the back of last week and we'll go through the results. The, the big four teams, Melbourne, Roosters, Panthers, Canberra, who no semifinals are around the corner. They start ramping up, leading into it. I just think South need to need to do it mentally. You just can't do what they did on the weekend and expect to get the semi-finals and flick a switch and just turn it on. I just think they need to do it this week, or they're going to be they're going to make it. It's going to be hard. It's going to be hard. That's interesting, there, Tubes. That Beaver said the top four sides. He's left Parramatta out of that equation. No, no, I, well, I just don't – not the top four. I'm saying the top four yeah. are ramping up. Parramatta's coming forth, but I just 
they they should be going to another level this time of the year. It's just that how much experience, finals football experience, do those players have and how much do the others have? And that just shows me that the other teams know semifinals are around the corner and that's, that's I suppose, my comment, Tubes. Yeah, I, I disagree a little bit, Beaver. I, I just think that you need some big-name players in your side. I think that's what you're alluding to as well. I think Alex Johnson coming back for the South is a big boost for them, even though they're missing Latrell, which is a massive loss. Mm. But I just look at the teams, I look at Parramatta, I said, who's going to be their standout player? Who's going to, who's going to be the one that takes them to the next level? And that's what you might mention, Beaver, as well. I just can't see them where the other sides have got those world-class players that have been around for a long time. So I just think um, there's some sides there that they're missing. key for them. I think Gutherson's probably their man to, to do something is exceptional. Boys, this next game, now I want to spend a little bit of time on, put the spotlight on this one. Manly beat the Doggies 32 points to 20, but hasn't been Manly's year. Some people will say that they have too many injuries to keep players, which they do, and they have had on and off throughout the year. But then also, too, some people might say maybe they're relying too much on one or two players and one of them's injured. Well, without a doubt. I mean, that's the nature of the game now, um, particularly those clubs that haven't got the resources to bring a... SBW in like you know with two rounds to go. <laughs> I mean you know anyway, but but that that but that's that that's the area that they're missing. They're, they're lacking that quality of depth. Whereas those sides that have been in the semi-finals for a long time, they have those depths and they have those resources to to have the depth. Um, someone like um, Tom Dravovich out is a massive blow for Manly, and I think since he's been out, it's been tough. The two front rowers got injured. And one suspended, I think, a few weeks yeah. ago. And I think they're, they're probably they're a bit burnt out too. They, they need a bit of help. Dave? Yeah, look, the way Tom Trebovic, the way he plays for Manly, he's not just a fullback. He jumps in at first receiver. He he's pushes on the inside of DCE. Like, like he, he's involved in a lot of plays. So you take someone out like him and they lose a lot of their – uh, their cohesion and just that they're disjointed sometimes when there's something should be fluid and a break is a try because Tommy's involved. You know, that that instinct and you're missing it sort of yeah, but it just Beef, it's hard. Beef, what you're talking about too is I think is the yeah. confidence he brings because it looked they look yeah. without him there, they just go, Oh, you know, we're flat. <laughs> oh, what's gonna happen now? Yeah. Who's gonna score our tries? You know? That's that's what it yeah, looks like to me from from not yeah. being involved there. But he brings so much confidence and pizzazz and an X factor. And all of a sudden, the, the Garricks and those guys, those lots of name players, they're all of a sudden scoring tries and doing great things because they've got that, um, they've got that confidence that they can do it. And I think they had that a little bit last year when Tommy was there. I think they all sort of yeah. stood up. They had a confidence. They're on a better role. They didn't have as many injuries other than him. And they're all going, let's all do it. And they're all playing well and they're winning games. So I think it is there. They're just... Maybe you said there are just too many injuries, just a couple short. Boys, when you were playing you, with some of those great manly sides through the 90s, one of your great arch rivals, you always had a great – and every team did with the Bulldogs. Now we look at the Bulldogs this year and they've won a, they've won two games all year. They've been flogged a number of times. They try their heart out and then there's problems at board level. Tooves, when did the Bulldogs become this mad woman's breakfast of an NRL club? 
Well, it's hard to say, but I mean, a lot of people are pointing towards, um, you know, the fish rots at its head. Yep. There's a lot of um, conjecture around who's leading the club off field. I'm talking about whether it be the Leeds club or the football club. So there seems to be a bit of a power struggle there at the top as well. Again, unless you're involved, you don't know exactly what's going on. But they, they need to organise it. They need to get some depth there now. They need to get some new exciting players, which I think they're, they're, they're looking towards doing that. But you can't do that if there's chaos in the um in the back sh- back sheds or in the office. All right, uh, beef Penrith thirty, uh, Penrith twenty beat Parramatta two. Now for Penrith, they've lost one game all year. They've had one draw. It, what is there? There's still this train of thought in rugby league. Do you think, beef that they need to lose again before the grand final? In before they go on and win it. Well, the Parramatta fans are saying that. <laughs> Not confidence is a crazy thing. I think if they have. An off game, even if they win, I think that'd be good kicking the butt enough for them. But you would never want to say let's lose a game. But it's it's a little bit like that. I would prefer to go into semis playing some hard teams. And, and don't get me wrong, Paramount is a tough team, rather than playing easy teams and winning twenty to two. They need a couple of close games to get their heads on, get them ready for semis. Yeah, but I think they're a grinding team, Parramatta. I don't think they're a flash team um, with some pizzazz. I think they're a really drag them out, bash them up sort of team. And once they they they, they were matched there by Penrith, they had they had no plan B. They were stuck there. So if someone's going to match you in that toughness and that grind out game, who's going to be the one that's going to win? Be be the X factor, as I mentioned before. Yeah. Who's who's going to be the one that's going to take you over the line and scored the tries when, it, when it's so evenly matched. And I can't well, see that yeah. at Parramatta at the moment. Okay, what about... the momentum. Someone to swing Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Your yeah. And then everyone gets on board. You just need a couple of key guys to do something big, whether it be a big hit or a half break. Then everyone gets energy. Then everyone takes over. What about Penrith, boys? Because you look at Penrith, they've got arguably the buy of the year, Appy Coruscant. Manly probably would not... Well, they wouldn't have let him go if they knew what was about to happen. And then you've got Cleary and you've got Luai. Uh, Luai but then you go one way, you've got Kikago. The other way, you've got Liam Martin. They, you know, not our, our, they've only lost the one game, but they're a great side to watch, Tooves. They're fantastic side to watch. They're in great form. Their confidence is high. They've got a mixture of youth and experience. Um, I can't see anyone apart from the Roosters possibly matching them this year. They are sensational. And the old story, oh, we've got to win, lose a game before we can, you know, before the grand final. Well, I don't think that's right. I think mm. they'll just go on. They'll keep going on. Yeah. Pen, do you see Penrith Beavers the being the favourites? I still think the Roosters are the favourites just right. because of the experience and what they've done. But Penrith, the, Penrith and the Roosters, yeah, I'll probably toss in. Melbourne, just, yeah. just under them. Yeah, They're the, the three for me that are going to... All right, boy, boys, Raiders 37 beat the Dragons 8. Now, we all uh, talking about sides that are attractive to watch when they're on a roll. Obviously, the Raiders fall into that category. But let me start here with you, Teves, with the Dragons. The Dragons have just named a new coach, which would seem a sensible deal, two to three seasons. Um, you've coached at NRL level, right? You've coached at Super League level. If you're Hook, if you're Anthony Griffin, you go in there, the Dragons coach... What's the first thing you need to do? Well, 
in my opinion, and they've, they've been doing it in the last few weeks, they need to settle on a team. Like, who is going to play fullback? Is it going to be Dufty? Leave him there. Who is going to play in the centre? So leave him there. Who's going to play hooker or half? Just, just have some steady combinations there. Don't swap and change every two weeks because someone's had a bad game. We need to get some consistency there and build on that. They just need the, 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 those players to be stuck in those positions for a while. Mm. And, Beef, what about you, mate? The, the Dragons, certainly in some key positions, they keep chopping and changing, as <coughs> Tuve said. But they've certainly got names. They've got enough big-name players there that they should be playing finals footy. Yeah, and Tubes has hit the nail on the head there. People just need to know the positions and stay there. And like you said, they've got enough troops, they've got enough cattle when they're playing well. They can, they look good. Uh, look, so it's a funny thing. Sometimes it's it's a mindset change or something little that can, and maybe it's a couple of those, like we said before, about someone being a bit of a, a leader on the field to change momentum, to get everyone else on board. It, it's a fine line between playing ordinary and and doing well as a team. Um, but unfortunately, they're just on the, on the other side of it at the yeah. moment. Who, who, who's then? I think you're right, Beef. I think they need to bring someone into their team, particularly for next year, that's going to make that difference that you just mentioned. I, I just, I think it's too late though. I mean, who's on the market yeah, that's going to make that, dif- that, that difference from? Is there someone that's disgruntled yeah. at the Broncos? I don't know. Um, I, I don't see anyone on the market that's going to make that difference to them. That's the problem. Boys, this next game, obviously we're all behind the Titans at the moment. They've won three straight. Holbrook seems to have created something there now, and he's got some big names coming to the Gold Coast Titans next year. And it'll be great to see them being successful because it's been, you know, slim pickings there in the last decade. But the Broncos, now they've only won one game since we got back from COVID. You can't make this shit up that's gone on there at at Brisbane, have you? We've had a coaching quarantine. We've had coaching staff in quarantine. We've had players break in quarantine. A key player going signing with another club. The five-year coach being punted after 18 months or whatever it is. Who should coach the Broncos, Tubes? Well, I'm a bit biased because I've, um, I, you know, I, I know him, but I think Kevin Walls. He's he's the coach. He's smart. Done a great job with the um, with the uh, Maroons, with the um, with the Queensland team. And I just think that he'll bring them all together tight, as a tight knit group, which, which seems to me is what they're missing at the at the moment. They're all playing. They, I said it about five months ago. They've got some great athletes in their side, but they've got not enough football players. They've got to come together as a team and sort of try and get motivated and try and get enthralled into the game of rugby league and play some football, not just that I'm a really fast athlete or I'm big and powerful, I'm going to run over the top of people. Mm. Just play some footy and have some fun. Yeah, but see, Beef, some people might some people might say that's all well and good, but if they bring in Paul Green, just to, just to be the devil's advocate here, he's, he's coached sides in a couple of grand finals. If he gets them winning, all that's going to happen anyway. Yeah. Oh, I'm no coaching selector, so I'm not going to say who should or shouldn't be a coach. I think just what, like, they've got an amazing squad. They've got amazing athletes, like two said. They just need a bit of cohesion so we're all not playing for ourselves. I'm, we're playing for each other. As in, if the other guy's doing the hit-up, he needs two of us pushing to, you know, to get a quick and play the ball. When we're going here, what, how can I help my teammates? And just a bit of self-belief in... Where, where are we heading as a team? What do we need to do? Let's all believe that and get on board. And it, it starts in the training paddock and builds through when it's um, 
they can do it. They just need a coach to, Steve, to pull them together. Is it fair to say they, they need a big hug? I think they just need a big hug. <laughs> and, you know, and I think Kev, you can give them a big hug and say, come on, let's play a bit of footy, you know. It's not, it's not all lights and whistles and yeah. flat. Just get down and play some footy and give me a hug. Just enjoy your footy. We do yes. this because we yeah. I'm hoping so. But, like, get out there and have a game plan that's not too not crazy, really yeah. simple, but do it because we enjoy it. And – as you've coached NRL at the highest level too, let me ask you this again. For for Anthony Seabold, when it started to get for six losses, seven losses, eight losses, then the players go AWOL, yada, yada, yada. How hard does that job become? Well, it's it's, it's like a disease, isn't it? Winning and losing. I mean, like, like we talked about Penrith before, they could be down by two points and with 10 minutes to go, and they said, oh, it's all good, we'll win here, yeah. we'll win here. The other, the, the, the other way around, you'll be in front by two points if you're the Broncos, go, oh, no, oh, no, here they're coming go. back, here yeah. we go, we're going <laughs> to lose. And, and invariably, you, you lose. Hmm. So, as Beef said, you need to be confident, you need to be having fun, but as soon as you break that, um, that, that run of losses, well, then you've got to convert that into, into, into winning, win, win, win. Yeah. But, um, Breaking that uh, that run of losses is a very difficult thing. Yeah, and and Beef, are we? Uh, uh, why are we all assuming it's going to be Paul Green or Kevy Walters? Is there some other name we should throw up at this oh, job? I don't know. Someone that's sitting near you potentially. I don't know. Is that, <laughs> is that what you're suggesting? Would that be a good job? Do you think, mate? <laughs> I think it'd be a great yeah. job. You've but got um, everything at your disposal. Oh, they've got all these resources. Yeah. And, Bells and whistles. Five-year five oh. deal too, so we take the five-year deal. <laughs> how, how much commission, Beef? <laughs> <laughs> All right, boys. Uh, Roosters, Knights, we won't spend too much time on this one. Roosters, 42, Knights, 12. But obviously, uh, Beef, if teams want to talk whinge about how, how many injuries they've got this year, fair income, the Knights, you could put an, another team together with who they've got on the bench. Yeah, it's, it's been a, a tough year for them. It's such a promising start to the year, halfway through the year, and it's it's really turned around and they're sort of limping literally in the, into the semifinals. The Roosters, on the other hand, really starting to ramp up. I think everyone sort of give them a couple of crosses a couple of weeks back, uh, was it maybe a month or so ago when they lost a couple of key guys for the season. Um, but for me, they're still, they're still the benchmark. Do, uh, do you find it strange, B, that he rested players? Newcastle, they rested players, or did he feel that they couldn't win e- any either way, and so he rested them? I mean, to me, it's a really funny thing to do before a big game against a title, someone you might have to um, defeat to win the title, mm. and you're resting players. I, I found that very, very strange. Yeah, it's a little bit strange, I suppose. Only he would know how the boys, how bumped yeah. and knocked around they are, and mentally, if they needed a week off, but. Look, on the outside, you're, you're right, it does look a bit funny. Melbourne Storm 36, North Queensland Cowboys 20. Tubes, the North Queensland Cowboys the last couple of years are a fair income. They are a vegetable lasagna. You don't want to watch them. You don't want to call them if you're a commentator. <laughs> but they get a bloke here who's really proved himself as a coach, Toddy Payton. Where's it going wrong for the Cowboys? Oh, well, I'll mention one thing, JT. Mm. Oh, that's right, he's retired. Yeah. Um, Look, look, he he brought so much to their to their side. Even though that's a great look, it's a great roster anyway. Don't get me wrong there. And they should be doing better, I believe. Um, but once you take, um, we mentioned before about Manly with um, with um, uh, Tom Trevojevic, 
Um, you lose one of those key players, JT, forever, then everyone looks around, well, who's going to be the next bloke to stand up? And um, I think it was Morgan who um, was there. They're looking for someone to be that leader to replace JT. And unfortunately, there's no other one like him. Mm. So it's going to take them a long while to re- to recover from that hangover of him retiring. But, how, Beef, how, how, many, how long can this be an excuse? I mean, he's been missing a couple of years already. Yeah, I think I think it's probably about now, and it's not that there isn't great <laughs> players. No, it's, it's probably. No, I agree with you, Dave. I agree with you. There's probably great players, but it's just the the aura and the leadership that someone has on the field, not necessarily by shouting or doing stuff, but just his presence can be there that they miss and they 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 can't. They're not feeling that from someone else. They just need to. Um, well, they've had a bit of time, but you need to learn to to play without someone like a Cliffy Lines or something like that. That's mm. a sad day. <laughs> Cronulla twenty-two, New Zealand Warriors fourteen. It's all been said about the New Zealand Warriors. Who would have ever thought, Tooves, that the New Zealand Warriors would be the side that sticks to their guns, that plays for eighty minutes, that wins the games that they never should have won? You know, they've won seven games. Or is it eight now? I think it's seven since the COVID crisis. Since they've been based in Australia, they've won seven games. They've lost players along the way. They've sent players home and they're still winning. Look, can I say one thing? New Zealand are my second team, right? The Warriors are my second team. They just let me down every year. (laughs) Every year. I'm so confident that we're going to do well. They've got a great roster and they just seem to fail at the last mm. hurdle all the time. Um, this year was probably a little bit the opposite, sure. Um, and they, they, they fell. But the effort they had in coming over here, um, being away from their friends and families, um, living in a strange accommodation for, for the last five months, um, hats off to them. They've been fantastic. All Absolutely right. fantastic. So you think, you think that their adversity that they've had to undergo this season well, will give them confidence for next year? Is this something that that is going to be the catalyst to push them up to be a top four side. Well, Beav, as they are my second team, as I mentioned, I hope so. Uh, but uh, they, again, they let me down every year. Every year they let me down. So hopefully something will change. Yeah. Well, I tell you what, they, from what I'm hearing, they're going to be here next year anyway. So if it's oh. living in Australia that works, you know, apparently they're going to be – there's a very good chance they'll still be here based in Redcliffe. But, boys, let's have a look at the jo- the games for uh, round 19. We're running out of time here. Beef's got a very important meeting yeah. because that's why he's got his uh, – I just thought for a while, while there, Beef, you might have become a Mormon and you're going around knocking <laughs> on doors with that tie on. You'd be good at that too, Beef. It's got yeah. The elephant's elephant. trunk. Elephant. Mm. No, we love yeah, it. We right. love it. Uh, okay, boys, quick as you can with this one is nothing. I don't think there's going to be too many upsets here. Rabbitohs, doggies, Thursday night. Rabbits. Beef. Rabbits. Rabbits. Cowboys, Panthers. Uh, that's the Friday six o'clock game. Is this the loss they need to have? Twos or not? No. I don't need a loss. Okay. They're flying. I'm tipping the Panthers. The Panthers. Uh, yeah. yeah, of course. Yeah. All right. Parramatta versus the Broncos. Ooh, this could be an upset. I'll tell you now. I, I think the Broncos can upset Parramatta. are going to win. <laughs> oh, please. <laughs> okay, Parramatta Eels fans, this is the week I need the Eels to stand up to show me that they're going to yeah, – that's right. I think it's – By how many? How many, Beef? How many? By how many? Oh, they need to win by 18, okay. 20. Yeah. I think after a, after a loss – they need to be performing from week or mentally. Just, yeah, I think okay. they need to, yeah. to get out there. This is going to show me. Yeah. But just quickly here, 
Tubes, you said you can see an upset. Yes. If let me ask you, where do you see that upset could happen? Where 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 are Broncos strengths? I, I think I think if they if they haven't a fair income crack, the Broncos. Yep. They will match them in the forwards. Right. I think I think they've probably got a better forward pack than 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 Parramatta, mm-hmm. in my opinion. And then the, the, if they just play a basic game, I think that they could match them there. And if you're close enough sometimes, Maroon, you're good enough. Okay. Uh, now, Gold Coast Titans going for four wins in a row, as they said on the Sunday show. The last time a team on the Gold Coast won four games in a row at any sport, it was the women's Coits team back in <laughs> 1924. Really? And they take on your manly Sea Eagles Beaver. Well, I'm sorry to say the women's Coit team from... 28 are going to keep the record because the singles are going to win. <laughs> yeah, I, I can't see nah. this. Can't see Manly losing. Mm-hmm. Uh, Storm West Tigers. Uh, Storm. Storm. This should be a good game. Roosters Sharks. The Sharks will aim up. Look, are we going to we're going to see Sonny Bill on the on the field or just him panning oh, on the sideline? Yeah, no. mm-hmm. He played. He played the last two games. He played ten minutes each, but he was on the TV for like fifty minutes. <laughs> Can we watch the football? Have you got any issues relating to SPW that might go back a few oh, seasons? Forward pass, maybe in the grand final. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you both you're both going to go uh, Roosters there. Roosters, yeah, Roosters. Yep. Yep. Canberra Raiders, New Zealand Warriors. Uh, what about this one? Well. Uh, Go, Beef. I think the I think the Raiders. I think they're ramping up. I think off the back of last week, um, good win. I think they know how to lead in the semis. I spoke about it. I think it's really important for the key sides to do this, and I think they're experienced enough what they went through last year to ramp it up. And I think they'll tough win, but they'll win by sixteen. Yeah, Ricky will have them primed for this one. Bit of consistency. They need some consistency going into the uh, into the semis. Okay, boys. Uh, just in a word, this one: Knights Dragons. Knights. Knights. Righto, boys. Before you go, I know you've got to go, Beef, quick as we can. We'll ask you this question. Who was your rugby league idol growing up? Mine? Yeah. Mine was Graham Eady. The Wombat. The Wombat. I had the, the Wormhole with the number one on the back. Yeah. And slide down Brookie Oval. He listens to this podcast <laughs> yeah. too, The Wombat. We love him. What about what about you, Tooves? Uh, well, you know, I had, I had a few, but, um, you know, I think – Growing up, I liked uh, Johnny Gibbs. I just like um, he was a crowd favourite on the hill. Yeah, hair flowing in the back, <laughs> head back, blonde locks, local boy, Narrabeen Junior. Yeah. Good on him. Yeah, good on you, fellas. Manly legends at one of the great Sydney clubs. We hope they're around forever, playing at the mighty Brookvale. Uh, Beef, thank you so much for coming on Legends of League podcast, and all the best this afternoon with your work. And Tubes, good on you, mate. Tubes, you better get there's a lot of going on in the COVID world for you accountants. But you better get back into it, son. I love it. Okay, don't forget to take this for your trip on the ferry. Oh. That's got the uh, nitro pavlova. I put this in the Chevy and it's like it's it on goes. rocket fuel. Go, yeah. So you have a crack at that, mate. You might be playing half back. Well, I get off the ferry is the big thing. <laughs> you might you might jump Just off. Just go back and forth till I finish. <laughs> well, you better take the lot then. If I you're going to do that, you better take the lot. Righto, boys, we'll see you and we'll see you next time on the Legends of League podcast. Well, that's it for another week of Legends of League podcast. And once again, thanks, everybody, for all your support, talking about it to your friends, telling them to have a listen, see what we're all about. Thanks to our brand partner too, Four Pines Brewing Company. Now, you can give them a follow. We'd appreciate that on social media at Four Pines Beer and the website fourpinesbeer.com. Next week, it's Throwback Thursday. Tooves is back with us, but we'll be joined by a good mate of mine, Mark Spud Carroll, and he'll be via Zoom as well. When he's not jet skiing these days or 
working in his gym. He likes to talk a bit of footy. Now, be sure to subscribe to the Legends of League podcast so you never miss an episode. Uh, show us your support by rating the show or leaving us a review. And you can see all the best bits and all the big announcements too at Legends of League AUS. That's Legends of League AUS. We'll see you next time on the Legends of League podcast. <laughs>